Hello and welcome to the Trailblazers podcast with Neve and Shan. We are just two 20-something-year-old girls trying to fumble our way through what is definitely the most confusing decade of our lives. We will be chatting about all things related to life as a 20-something in the world today. From current affairs to dating stories, the dreaded job search to our favourite TV shows, so pretty much anything that piques our interest in the current moment. Plus, we will also have some exciting guests on who will chat to us all about their stories, lives and how they got to where they are today. So why not come along for the ride? We'll be like your chatty sisters you come to for a chat and a cup of tea once a week. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Trailblazers podcast with Neve and Shan. Hello, so happy to have you here. Uh, A big welcome back. If this is your first time listening because I'm conscious that maybe some people haven't listened from the start, feel free to go back um, and listen from episode one. But essentially every week me and Shan have a bit of a catch up on a Sunday and I then go away and edit the podcast and upload it but we really chat about things that have happened throughout the week, things that are gonna happen and um, yeah that's really it, things that we're enjoying. We, I think every week we always talk about TikTok so if yeah, you're a TikTok fan. TikTok's coming up. <laughs> TikTok's the most relevant thing though, like I feel like they're always really relevant to everything that's going on. It's kind of, it's the new friends, you know the way like anything that would happen in life there was an episode of Friends about it. Now it's like anything that happens in life, there's going to be a TikTok about it. And there's going to be like a section of TikTok about it and yeah. hashtags and all that kind of stuff. But um, I suppose, Shan, kicking things off, I, I this is, wasn't even on my list, but just as I was kind of doing a bit of an intro there, I just thought about what today is. So do you know what why today is like kind of monumental in some ways? No? No, should I? <laughs> No, it's it's not like a holiday or anything, but I was just I was thinking about today. Um, it's the Meghan Markle and Oprah interview, oh, yeah. where it is coming out on. I it must be Oprah's television channel anyway, but um, ITV. Yeah, ITV have bought the rights here in the UK as well as RTE in the Republic of Ireland, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah how things go i've seen a lot today especially again on tiktok about how Meghan markle has basically been the scapegoat for the royal family like she apparently she's been investigated for these bullying claims that happened so long ago uh but like nothing internally has been investigated about prince andrew yeah i just don't trust any of it like I don't trust the royal family. I don't trust Meghan and Harry. I don't trust the British media. Like, it's all just, like, we're only seeing a certain amount of it. And I'm like, there's there's reasons to, like, agree with one side and there's reasons to agree with the other side. And I'm just like, oh, it's just, like, why does it matter? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm just, I know. Like, so over it. I know. It's just crazy. Um, and... It had been recorded, this interview apparently was recorded before Prince Philip became ill, but I don't know, I I just, I think it's going to be like probably one of the biggest interviews to happen in our lifetime. Yeah. Like already the build up to it and stuff. And I also seen this really fun um, prank that these, I think there were YouTubers that put their video. Was it him interviewing people about the interview? Yeah. That, and they were yeah, so essentially, yeah, so essentially for people that haven't seen this TikTok, um, 
Xiaomi seemed to always see the same TikToks, but essentially it was these two guys that decided to contact royal commentators, people that claim to be experts in the royal family. You'd see them in those kind of documentary shows. And basically they were asked, uh, what did you think when Megan said X, Y, Z in this? And what do you think that means? And they would have absolutely no idea what he is referencing because he has made it yeah. up. And they would come up with the biggest sort of gobbledygook just for the sake of a bit of attention, which I think is very sad. Like, he asked them what did they think of Megan's um, interest in animals or something. Because, um, like, uh, he was like, Oprah asked her about, he said her something love about of donkeys. Animals, and they were all going on about, like, oh, this is like the nice side of Megan. And I was like, I highly doubt she brought up her love of animals in this interview. Like, why did they fall for this? He said something about, like, a donkey sanctuary. Like, what do you think of her thinking about, like, opening a donkey sanctuary or, like, going to visit a donkey sanctuary? And uh, they were like, yeah, you know, Megan has always had a love for donkeys, especially just animals in general. Like, she's such an animal person. And, like, they could have said anything. Genuinely, they could have said, what do you think of Megan having triplets? And they'd be like, well, you know, triplets don't really run in the royal family, but it's great that they, like, do you know what I mean? It just, like, proves that we cannot trust anything we see in the media. Like, they don't don't so much... I wouldn't say they print lies. Well, they do to a certain extent, but they print... They don't print the whole truth all the time. Like, they only really, like, put out there what is going to suit them. So you, you just can't trust whatever you see, and it's like... We just never know the full story. I've also seen another clip from this morning that basically said that this whole row isn't really about the Queen and Meghan Markle or any of that kind of stuff. It's basically Harry versus William, which I find very hard to believe. Yeah, because they were always close. They were always close, but I feel like naturally siblings are going to grow apart, especially with Harry, not even just leaving the royal family or whatever, but for just moving country like halfway across the world things are going to happen and I don't know I just feel like they lead two completely different lives like William was always going to be like has always known he was going to be the king all being well do you know what I mean so I don't know I just like if you were Harry I feel like if I was born into royalty and knew that I wasn't going to be a prince or queen or whatever or king I would just lead a normal life. Like, I would do the same thing, even if I had a partner or not. Like, I would just be like, right, see you later. I'm way backpacking around Cambodia. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think they have I a lot of see... royal duties. Like, I know that he had yeah. joined the RAF and stuff like that. I think that was a lot of part of what they had to do when they were younger. Um, and then... But as well, the fact that they were he was stripped of his royal titles, all his army yeah. medals... And yet Prince Andrew still has yeah. everything. I, the Prince Andrew thing's just a whole different matter. Like, it's just horrendous. You know what? I don't even know too much about it because I started watching that, you know, Gillian Maxwell, all that, you yeah. know, that documentary on Netflix. I only watched one or two episodes. I actually might finish it tonight and um, put it on the background when I'm editing. But it's crazy. Like, whenever there has been so many people come forward it's so obvious they had such a close relationship based on photographs that were taken of them talking, hanging yeah. out, like witnesses. Like you could go on and the fact that 
literally Megan is being used. Like she, somebody said that Megan Markle is collateral yeah. damage. Like she is collateral damage, and um, they don't care. I know. I like. I don't even know how much of it is all connected, but it's just all. I know. I can see. And you know, my mummy said my mummy was in. She was in a shop the other day, and like she went in, and there was nobody at the tills, but she knew that the two girls were down the aisle because she could hear them talking. And some like man came up to them and was talking about like, well, what about this interview coming up and stuff? And they were like, yeah, it's gonna be quite interesting. And he was like, oh yeah, do you know that MI five are after her? And they were like, what are you on about? And they were like, yeah, MI five are after her, just like they went after, just like they went after Diana. It wasn't, I don't think it was too long after the Martin Bashir interview that Diana died. Um, and it's like a lot of what Megan says from this, like clips of this interview that I've seen is very similar to the sort of things Diana was saying in that interview. It's going to be very interesting. I can't wait to watch it. I'm sure we'll wake up tomorrow and most of it will be all across the news and on Twitter and on everything but I can't wait to actually sit down and watch it for myself it's going to be a good one another big news story I don't know if it's so much a news story it hasn't been on the news exactly but um, I feel like everyone of our generation will be quite interested in this story was Zoella and Alfie's announcement yesterday yes so Zalfi are having a wee baby girl in September. Oh my word, see hearing that news. Like I don't really watch Zoella anymore, but Zoella was such a big part of I'd say all of our teenage years. And just seeing that announcement really and made Alfie my well. like, heart happy. I was like, oh, this is like the exact like news I needed to see today. Yeah. And I felt like it was almost so out of the blue. Like, I don't know, I just expected them to have such a big engagement and like maybe like small when before all of this but like I don't know I was I was yeah. really surprised um obviously like everybody was but I don't know I feel like they came out and said it because maybe Zoe's so tiny and she would start showing yeah. quicker than most people would I know maybe. she gets a lot of people like messaging her being like when are you and Alfie gonna get married when are you and Alfie gonna have a baby and like she's addressed it before where she's been like it's like you really shouldn't ask people this like you don't know what their reasons are for maybe wanting to hold back or wanting to wait or like whether they're just not able like there's so many people just aren't able to help babies Um, yeah so then I thought the way she was talking about it I thought there was like something there was some reason why they weren't maybe able so it was just really nice that like they've done it in their own time and yeah just had their own there, I feel like there have been so many like lockdown babies, lockdown engagements. Like, Even people getting houses and all. Uh, do you know what I mean? Houses. Even people get I feel like what? so many people have bought houses this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would love to buy a house. Like, not buy a house that, like, like I would probably move into it, like, once I'd done stuff to it. But I mean, buy a house that's like, um, the deposit wouldn't be like, astronomical if you know what I mean like I could save it over a year and then buy this yeah. house and like do it up like properly do it up maybe live in it for a while myself but then yeah. like rent it out you're like that's like, covering I just the would love... for it yeah like even charging like 50 pound more a month or like getting it revalued and 
like I would just love to do that I don't know I just feel like I'm such like yeah. a homemaker because even like round our house like I've always been the person that you consult like what <laughs> color do you think you should go for like whenever we were doing up like we call our like a smaller living room in the back room because it's the back of the house and um, when we was like right okay we need to take this rotten yellow away and make this into a living room I was like right let's do a feature wall and I was like yeah Eight. it was all your ideas and I picked the color do you know it's just always been my thing I think it's because I'm quite like artistic yeah. and creative so I don't know and I feel like if I was to buy a house and like almost like flip it like you know the way you see on TikTok I where people buy houses that are like I love those I follow <laughs> way too many of those pages but I feel like I could do a lot of that myself like the painting wouldn't be hard well to be fair I know a painter but like I've seen this woman on TikTok that said she asked her husband like so many times in like the course of a year could he do certain DIY bits and he said he didn't have the time so yeah. she just started doing them herself she went and bought herself a screwdriver a saw anything she needed and she's like I think if you what really I've done. want to do something and it wasn't you insane. find the time like that's how you know if you really want to do something like you will make the time for it if you really really want to yeah definitely definitely and it's, it's the kind of thing where when you can't get it out of your head yeah you know like you're like right I really have to do this and once you start like starting's the hardest part once you start then you yeah, just get the ball rolling yeah. you keep going and you do it and you just get yeah. on with it and then we're so lucky as well to have the internet like if when it comes to DIY and stuff if there's anything you're like oh how do I do this you just look it up on the internet you find a YouTube tutorial and you just and follow like, that getting ideas off Pinterest like can you imagine like 20 years ago you would have to buy like all those expensive magazines or like cut things out of a newspaper or if you've seen it on the tv you would have to like try and remember how it was done do you know like we are very lucky that way yeah we just have it all at our disposal but I wouldn't want my house to be like you know those houses you see on Instagram everything's like gray slate gray and like a bit of pink I love you know the really like dark emerald green oh yeah I love it or like black cupboards like jet black cupboards with like a gold handle I'm all about that I used to, that I, that was like my thing that I always wanted for a kitchen I always wanted a black and copper kitchen with like yes. a wood like dark wood tables yeah definitely I think um, like you need to put your own personality in the house I think like a lot of the times people can just be like they see something and they're like oh that's nice and then it becomes like a trend and it's like what everyone does and then it like spirals into like a lot of people being like oh I have to do this because this is like the trendy thing to do right now but it's nice to see like a bit of a mess here and there because you're like oh this is like actually lived in like there's a bit of like personality yeah I don't know if you follow heads and threads on Instagram but she, her name's Shan as well, actually. Oh, yeah, because she, she changed her name. Her Instagram name, not her real name. <laughs> oh, did she change it? What was it before? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it was before. So she um, owns her own home. And have you seen her bathroom? I don't, I'm looking her up now. So she has a bathroom, right? And it's like a wee small one, but... What she's done is she's put like oh, all I these artificial it. leaves behind the toilet. I think it's funny. That looks class. I love that Doesn't blue. It? Oh, let me see. 
Is it like a dark blue? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's classic. It's something so different you'd never think about doing. Do you know who's living room I love as well? She's gonna be so happy when she hears this. Oh, is it Rachel? Yeah. Rachel is living room, I was like, oh my word, that is amazing. You know what? Rachel is like the biggest support one one of the biggest supporters of this um podcast even andrew was saying to me he was like every time that you and shan put up a new episode rachel's always sharing it and i was like i know she's such a fangirl <laughs> second on the list or i joined first with rachel is also my friend anna like <laughs> every time i think the first time i put up we put up our episode she was like oh you came across really well i was like thanks and then i was texting her like last night i sent her this tiktok and it was like um, what's the best lyrics you've ever heard in a song and it was Sean Kingston it was like she's indecisive she can't decide and I sent oh it to her my word, and she replied that. I know she replied it's like lol and then she was like by the way can't get over how small Lady Gaga is and I was like why can I imagine you cutting about telling everybody you meet that Lady Gaga is really small she's like no literally every person I come into contact with now knows this fact it's so funny <laughs> Like, so, it so is funny. such a shocker. I think Lady Gaga has such a, like, large presence. Like, Doesn't she? But she must do that to make up for it. She must do that to make up for it, like. So, Shan, I just was wondering, I have been a big fan of The Masked Singer, the TV show, for... Well, since it really started in the UK, I think it's gone global since last year when it first came on our screens. Have you watched it? I've watched, I haven't like watched a full season, but I've watched kind of like episodes here and there. And I was following the guy on TikTok who was like, I know who this person is. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of like TikTok and like Twitter, like conspiracy theories, like picking out the wee pieces of the VTs and being like, right, this has to be this person because of X, Y and Z. But essentially, I, not saying I watched it every week, but because whenever I left my job, like, I would then have Saturdays off. Every Saturday night, I would sit in and watch The Masked Singer. Very sad, I know. But my it was, like, the final, and we were having our dinner in the kitchen, and I was like, turn on The Masked Singer, it's the final, I have to see every performance. And um, anyway, put it on, and one of my brothers came in and was like, who the heck is watching this rubbish and all? I was like, leave me alone. It's good family fun. It's entertaining, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Everybody started I slagging like me. Everybody started slagging me. Why are you liking the, or why are you watching this and all? And then there was like the sausage, but the sausage was also had, it's, for people who don't know, it's celebrities dress up in these big, like massive costumes as characters and you have to work out who they are based on the facts they give you and how they sing etc so there's this one called the sausage but it was like a cone of chips with a sausage in it and mummy was like who is the chips and I was like it's the sausage she was like but there's (laughs) chips there too I was like yeah but it's called the sausage so it was fine continued to make fun of me then like two days later they were all going mad like god did you know that x y and z was the sausage and you know that Ashton Marigold was such and such and I was like, sorry, can we just <laughs> stop this for like five minutes? These were all heckling at me on Sunday night saying, who is watching this? Or Saturday night, sorry. And now these are all coming out like the biggest fans. Nah, fake. <laughs> fake. You were like, you should have just listened to me in the first place. I was like, I can see right through all of But no, I think it was had like record views this year. 
I suppose people had nothing else to be at. Yeah, because everyone was in. Nobody was away out on their Saturday nights. I don't miss going out at all, though. Like, I'm I'm happy enough. Oh, I really do. Nice. I really, really do. Like, I am loving this pure chill. And, like, yeah. if you know, I remember saying to Andrew, like, in the first lockdown, do you see if nightclubs open again? I don't know if I could be bothered going. But now I'm like, get me to a dance floor, get me a non-alcoholic strawberry daiquiri, I wouldn't even mind if somebody shoved me. Do you know that kind of a way? Like, that's how desperate I am at this point. That's so desperate for, see for people, a bit of fun. See if people shove me in a night out. Like, I genuinely become so hostile. I genuinely cannot cope with people. Or you know what gets me for the worst? Whenever people are walking past you, right? There's plenty of room beside you. Like, there is plenty of room. It's always boys. They will put their two hands on your hips. Oh. And oh. either squash you away like move you aside yeah or they will physically physically push you away so that they can walk where you were standing i'm not joking if anybody touches me unnecessarily i flip the lid like i mean i flip the lid like i will give them the dirtiest look and be like sorry what do you think you're doing or can you please get your hands off me and they'll always be like laughing it off and they're always oh it's just so slimy I can't be dealing. I hate no, that. No, I don't like that at all. Oh. Yeah. It's the fact that... It's the fact that, like... I miss travel. I miss travel too, but it's the fact that, like, there's all... It's not, like, you're in a wee cardboard box and there's no room. Like, there's always copious amounts of room and they just feel the need to put their hands on your hips and you're like, sorry, do you mind? Can you please yeah. social distance yourself from me before I box you? I read a thing a while ago, um, again, with the male-female divide. Um, so I don't know if you will have noticed before, but when you're walking down a street, like, would you, if someone, if you were, like, walking in the line of someone, would you move out of the way? Yeah. Like, well, it depends. If, if they're walking, walking they're walking on my side. I'd, And if they were going to come towards me, yeah, I'd probably move all the way. I, like I would just automatically like move out of the way but apparently it's really common for like men to just know like they they just they're like oh, they, 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 they own the show like they own like, the show so I decided to like just start doing an experiment um to see like I'm not very good at it I freak out at the last minute and then I move out of the way but um it's basically like you just keep you when you see yourself, if it's a man, you just keep walking and you're like, I'm not moving. You're like, keeping your head, you're like, I'm not moving, I'm not moving. And just see their reaction to see if they're like kind of caught off guard that you haven't moved Frig, I can't way. wait to do this. Get me down the street right now. See, like if I go to the top of my road, right? Every evening, I mean every evening, there's always people walking, like especially because of lockdown and stuff. That's all you can really yeah. do. Um, but if I was to walk to the top of my road and even walk for five minutes to the nearest post box, I would have come into contact with at least five other people. Um, yeah. So I'd love to try that out. I'm always shoved on to like the grass. What a big group of like, people. Yeah, like same. Five people walking in a row and they won't like just walk single file. Like you always have to like end up walking up like the curb or like walking on the grass. And just, Me like, and my friends. Not, right. Like not stand beside each other for a second. <laughs> Me and two of my friends were out walking the other day and it was so funny because we were walking like three people wide but like the path like there's people running 
and there was people walking like different ways so if we could hear somebody running like we'd all just close single file and whenever yeah. I was at the back it just looked too funny that we were all following each other <laughs> single file like we were like a wee trail of dust just like marching along literally I was like gals you should see what I can see right now this view's hilarious so funny <gasps> that's been the major annoyance of this year So, Shan, I think it's safe to say that both of us are quite, I wouldn't say headstrong, but quite confident in our feminism. Oh, definitely. Would you agree? Yeah. So, um, I had sent you this TikTok, or sorry, no, it, the word TikTok is on this picture. I had sent you a DM of a tweet this week, and it said that, basically, this is what, how the treat the tweet reads I this is a pure tongue twister uh, saw a tiktok that said the reason you view yourself so poorly is because you see yourself through the male gaze the reason you love and appreciate those around you is because you is because you look the same oh sorry let me start that over again the reason you love <laughs> and appreciate those around you who look the same is because you view them in a female gaze thought it was very interesting now how do I fix it that is such I a valid think- point it's so true because like we are conditioned through media like media historically it is getting better now but media historically has been controlled by men and women on screen have always been sexualized to a certain extent so we are constantly comparing ourselves to what we're presented with so I think if you you just need to like this is something I've definitely come to terms with a lot more this year just like completely detach yourself from that idea yeah and just say like I literally do not care how I look to other people like it matters more to me that I'm doing what I know is the right thing or I'm behaving in a way that I believe in I think it's a lot to do as well with social media and how we don't really realize how much how much of a detrimental effect it has on your own self-worth and really self-esteem because like even people you know like you'll always look at I find myself doing this all the time like you'll look at photographs of somebody and be like why do I not look like that or like somebody that has a completely different body shape to you and be like well, why do I not why am I not as skinny as them why do my arms not like look like that like why is my stomach not flat but at the same time like if your friend was to turn around and vocalize these things you would completely shut them down. Yeah. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't gaslight them. You'd be like, What are you talking about? Have you seen yourself? Like, you are incredible. Do you know what I mean? It's you need to treat yourself with the same kindness that you would say to a friend. Yeah. The thing is as well, and like nobody's that... gonna post a photo of themselves, post anything of themselves on social media before they're happy with it. Like they're never gonna post something um, like they're gonna be looking at it thinking I need to look a certain way to other people. So, like, they're not going to post something online where they think they look bad. Yeah. It's all a mirage. It's all a mirage. Like, as people always say, and it's so true, like, it's all highlight reels. Like, everything you see on social media is artificial. And I'd seen somebody tweeted the other day that they hate how toxic Instagram has become and it's so true like everyone right now has 
I consider everyone to be an influencer right now. Like the content that they're making. Nobody's putting up just photos of their cat anymore. Nobody is just putting up a funny joke on their grid for the crack. It's all, hello, look at me. Look at what I look like. This is what I've done. My makeup's sitting to perfection. Look at my outfit. I've tagged it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like there's people now that I look at and I genuinely don't know. Are they just putting effort into their photos? Or are they trying to be an influencer? It's just become so normal. But I think like something that's become really like important to me this year is like, I think when you're doing that and you're constantly trying to impress other people, you lose sight of who you are and what you like and what you enjoy and like what you actually, like I don't think you enjoy life if that's the way you're living life. So every time I'm like doing something now, I, I think to myself like, would I still do this? if I didn't think anyone was going to see it like is this something I genuinely want to do like is this something I genuinely enjoy or am I doing this to look a certain way or to impress people because I think we're like because we don't ever escape social media and there's like a constant need to look like you are being someone you you almost confuse that with who you actually are that's certainly a very valid point I feel like sometimes we do do things because other people are doing them like we are really sheep at the end of the day like if you see somebody doing something you want to do it too um like I feel like we see that like we see that during the first lockdown where as soon as things opened everybody went to the morns or everybody went to the beach which is fair enough but like everything has like a domino effect so once one person goes they tell somebody or they see it and then they want to go and they tag the location and so on um it's almost like the whole like little moons craze like the mochis where one tiktok was put up of somebody trying it and now they've went through like a seven thousand increase in sales in tesco alone um it's things that like that like you need to be seen to be doing things. I find with social media, there's no point going on a foreign holiday and not checking in at the lagging bar. There's no point uh, graduating if you didn't put up a photograph of you and your dissertation or you and your graduation cap or whatever. Like, if social media hasn't seen it, you haven't done it. It's almost like a record of achievement. Yeah. I think social media, like, on a, on a personal level like I know I think I've come to terms with the fact this year that I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert but I think like seeing people on social media always like out hanging out with like loads of people I felt like I needed to do that too and I was like I always need like I need to see a different person every day I need to like do this but then like I was exhausting myself because it wasn't like a natural instinct for me I was doing it because like it was something I felt like I had to do and I think if you if you if you take away like would I still do this if I wasn't gonna post it on social media or if like it wasn't like an image thing like would I still do it? I think what we need to all do is kind of and like COVID has probably taught a lot of people this take a step back and just reevaluate yeah. like the situation like if you ever feel overwhelmed step back and reevaluate and be like right why am I worried about this why do I feel anxious like what is the thing that's annoying me here is it somebody else is it somebody else's opinion am I paranoid and it's like those tiktoks as well like 
it's so funny thinking about it now like I genuinely don't think I'll ever worry or stress about anything ever again because you ever seen the things like why am I worried about not doing my homework whenever I'm literally a small dot in like a galaxy like genuinely I think back now like there was times where in my part-time retail job I was stressed beyond belief and now I'm in a full-time job which I love and I'm like why did I ever let that stress me but there was like a multitude of things going on there was my dissertation lockdowns whatever but you look back and you think oh my goodness like there's so much more to life than caring about what people think and yeah just live the life you want to live it I think the way our society is kind of like structured um it's all very like everything's the end of the world like everything's so serious everything's so urgent and like if you make a mistake it's like that's it your life's over and it's like when you actually sit back and think about it like it's literally not like everything nothing's as serious as it's like made out to be One of the like nice kind of like news stories that I've seen this week is actually one that's from Ireland. So obviously everyone's getting called for their vaccine appointments at the minute and it's a lot of older people. So I think in Ireland, um, down south at the minute, it's from the 80s to 85s are getting their vaccines at the minute and a lot of them don't have cars and maybe don't feel too safe going on public transport to their vaccine appointments. So this this taxi driver in Wicklow, he has volunteered to take people to their appointments for free. Like he's just driving them to their vaccine appointments. Isn't that so sweet? And then I think another taxi company has like picked up on him doing that and they've said like they're giving like 20 pounds per person or 20 euros per person for them to get to and from their vaccine appointment. I've seen things where like on Twitter, like I haven't read into it, but young people are like helping older people to either book their tests or like help them get there. Or like just that young people are really like supporting the younger generation and getting their vaccines. Yeah. Oh no, it's so good. Which is incredible. Like, I think at a time like this, like anyone just doing even something small for like someone who needs it is gonna make such a big difference. Yeah, for sure. It's really the togetherness and like the camaraderie of it all. Like, I'm sure there's days where everybody has felt, God, when is this ever going to stop? Yeah. Um, like everybody has had their bad days, and I know people say don't let a bad day become a bad week, but like sometimes there's no escape. When you're in the middle of it, it's hard. Um, yeah, and I said earlier today, like you genuinely sometimes do forget that we are living through a pandemic. Yeah. Like, you do. Like, no matter what you think, you can't think on it 24-7, God, this is, like, this is real, this is scary. Like, I really do forget. I think it's because I am maybe lucky enough to still maybe go out about and do normal-ish things. Like, obviously, I can't, like, do everything because of restrictions. Like, as much as I'd love to get a haircut, I can't. But do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like because I have such a normal routine, I'm happy and I'm, like, living in my own wee bubble. Um for other people that is not the case unfortunately but yeah I think we really have to give ourselves credit at the end of the day for even just existing yeah definitely like there's no point in putting pressure like 
unneeded extra stress and pressure on yourself at a time that's already at a heightened level of stress like you're yeah and there's no shame in feeling stressed either or overwhelmed because we all get like we all have those days and sometimes you just need to roll up in a big ball and if you need to take a step away like just do it like it'll pay off so much better in the long run like taking a break from whatever you're doing if you're able like I know a lot of the times if you're working like you're not always going to be able to take a break as and when you need it but if you have the option to take a break don't feel like you're being self-indulgent or unproductive like if you're if you're like mind or your body's telling you you need a break it's for a reason just take it and you'll you'll come back and feel much more like invigorated to kind of keep going Shan, I know that one of our first and early episode, uh, episodes and talking points really was about um, the inauguration yes. of Joe Biden and the fashion and stuff, but I kind of thought we should reflect on Biden and what he's done. Like, I was genuinely thinking, God, what has Biden done so far? Haven't really heard much about him. And it was almost as if my phone could know what I was thinking at that point, because then I went on Instagram and this post came up from Impact. And it says, one month of Joe Biden, he's disappointed us already. Right. So I'm going to just read through the post. Joe Biden has already given up halting deportations for 100 days. In fact, he's deporting hundreds of Jamaicans and Haitians. Joe Biden gave up on passing a $15 minimum wage in the near future. Senate officials claimed it was impossible to include a $15 minimum wage in their COVID relief bill and Joe Biden happily accepted defeat. Uh, we still don't have stimulus checks. Joe Biden claimed COVID relief would be his top priority in office, but his $1,400 stimulus checks have yet to be passed in the Senate. The longer we go without checks, the more we need them. I think though recently, since this, I've seen this post, it has gone through. Joe Biden bombed Syria in order to threaten Iran. Joe Biden launched tents to hold migrant children in. Did he really think this is any better than cages? Joe Biden planned to ban private prisons, but his plan leaves out private immigration detention facilities and private post-incarceration services, such as probation centres and ankle bracelets. This plan does not go far enough and has yet to take effect. That's crazy. So, like, I didn't know he bombed Syria. Neither did I. Like, why is this not, like... Common knowledge. news? (laughs) I know, this is a really good... Um, like if anybody likes kind of infographics, this is a really great page. It's called Impact. I'll have to follow. Um, yeah. It's it's really incredible. Let me see if I can find anything else. I think the way immigrants are treated in America is absolutely horrendous. Like, see the amount of story, even in Britain. Like the way, like the Windrush generation are still treated. And, like, their descendants are still treated in Britain. It's horrible. Like... Irish people, did you say? The Windrush. Although, on the, the topic of Irish people in Britain, did you hear about Ponton? What did you say? The Windrush? Yeah, like the... 
What's the that? Jamaican immigrants, they moved from, so they oh, fought in World right, War II right, right. and they came over on the um, HMS Windrush, I think that's what the boat was called, to okay. um, England in, I think, 1948. Um, and the way they've been treated has been horrendous. Like, during Theresa May's uh, time as Prime Minister, they were trying to deport them back to Jamaica after being here for like 60 years like they won't have any life back in Jamaica that's crazy why am I not surprised it's horrible like they always just look for a scapegoat yeah there's always somebody that's just outcast from society but um yeah what were you saying there about did you hear about that Pontons thing so Pontons is like Butlins, it's like a holiday resort in the UK. And it came out that they had this list of over 50 Irish names. And McLaughlin was on the list, I noticed. It was like, if anyone phones up with those names, they weren't to give them a booking. And it was all Irish names. What? Isn't that insane? That's crazy. What the yeah. heck? And is this place like still open? Like obviously not during COVID, but like, is it still yeah. a place? Well, that's me boycotting. <laughs> you you weren't going to be allowed in anyway. Well, I wasn't going to be allowed in anyway. I need to use a pseudonym or something, be a ghostwriter. But, um, you know, I've never been to Butlins or anything, but I have been to, you know, those centre yeah. parks. Jeez, there's some job. They are some job. Very expensive, though. Yeah, it looks good. I've never been. Very. Ex- so good. Like, the wee, like, log cabins are, like, a proper, like, apartment. Like, we had mini house. Okay. And there's usually, like, two or three. Well, obviously, they're all different sizes. But I think we had, like, three or four bedrooms and, like, two bathrooms. And then everything you need is, like, on site. Like, if you want to order an Indian, just ring a number. If you want to order pizza, there's a supermarket. Oh, there's swimming pool. There's a spa. There's all these different activities. Like, you, there's an app and you can, like, book everything through the app. Absolutely. It's crazy. There was even, like, a, a roller skate night and all like every night oh, that would be unreal for families I know when I went like with my cousins and like her wee children and frig we had some holiday like it was unreal so so good and, like we can rent bikes and stuff there's one in Longford isn't there yeah it just opened there this summer I think she went okay no, yeah amazing. so no definitely would recommend Centre Parks um Discount code, don't have one, sorry. <laughs> Can't wait until all this reopens. I know. So, Shan, this week, uh, our BFF, Rishi Sunak, announced the 2021 budget for the UK. <laughs> and I was quite surprised that he extended the furlough scheme until wait for it the 30th of september which is my 24th birthday oh exciting but also i thought lockdown was meant to end in june i thought this was the plan but like i think yeah no i agree with that but it's kind of like say if businesses maybe are still recovering or like if they don't have the money to reopen um they can still like their employees can still be on furlough or say like at reduced capacity there could be staff okay if you know what i mean um but at the same time from july if you are to 
still have employees on furlough you have to pay start paying some of it yourself yeah. i feel like money so, though from furlough they would be better off putting into the businesses to like help them kind of yeah. get on their feet and they can just bring their employees back in yeah i agree but the thing is as well they think that because from july they'll have to start paying into furlough a lot of people are gonna lose their job yeah because but i so i came across somebody a couple of months ago and they started saying that oh these people on furlough don't know they're living and they are the people that are making all the money during this no harm the amount of people i've talked to that were on furlough were like it was the worst couple of weeks of my life like a lot of them handed their notices in or got different jobs yeah do you know like people aren't furlough or like living it up like la viva loca did you see the other thing they announced in the budget um mortgages uh the nurses what did they say so nurses are getting a one percent pay rise right which is nothing compared to government workers who are getting a 13 percent pay rise and Boris Johnson came out and said that all they can afford for nurses is the one percent. Meanwhile, they're giving themselves thirteen percent. Well, maybe they should give themselves one percent. <laughs> I don't. Know Why would they get a thirteen percent pay rise? They don't. Sure, they're the kind of people that write off like a toilet roll as an expense. Yeah. Not? And I think is I think there was someone in Stormont. I can't remember who it was. Bought like a ten thousand pound toilet seat and wrote it off as an expense. Am I well paying for somebody's toilet seat? Ten thousand pound for a toilet seat. I would love to know who that is. I can't remember who it was. I'd say if you looked it up, you'd you'd easily find out. No, you know what? I'd actually rather not know because I feel like I would just, if it's somebody that I would maybe consider, you know, like a reputable person, I would then be disappointed. But sure, are any of them reputable? Yeah. I don't think they can be. That's the thing. (laughs) No, definitely not. I feel like once you become a politician, you just... People lose all respect for you. So, I feel like Shami should finish off, before we go to our quotes... We should finish off with something that I want to feature in each week on the episode called TikTok of the Week. Okay, TikTok of the Week. So basically, you can have a TikTok of the Week or you can have an account of the Week or basically Trend of the Week. Um, But I want to say that mine is like a TikToker and her name is, is it like Nosebleed Fits? Hold on. Oh, did you send me her? Till I get up. Yeah, she is such an icon. So essentially, she's from Carlisle and she just has the most iconic accent ever. Um, And she's the kind of like friends with Max Balegde. Oh, amazing. TikTok, like they they would like share each other's videos and stuff all the time. But like she could literally say anything. She'd be like, right, guys, I'm just doing the day. <laughs> and it would go viral. Like that would be the video. Fair enough. Um, but no, I just love her. Her name is at Nosebleed Fits, um, Bella Misandria. But do you ever hear of like keeping an eye out for Selena? Like she always says that. Or, okay. Yeah. You're a big fat liar. <laughs> you big fat liar like that there. But no, big fan of her. Um, everybody go follow her, check her out, tell her that I sent you. Um, <laughs> just comment at she's me. She's just like... such a queen. <laughs> in, in yeah. Gone. 
and she reacts to a lot of videos. Did you see um the Max Beledge drama this week? Rebecca Vardy's account. <laughs> yeah. How iconic was that? Oh and goodness. did you see that the Daily Mail, the Daily Mail wrote a yeah. article on it? <laughs> Crazy. Why that? Are we completely like, blew out of proportion? Like he was making a joke. It must have been a slow news day for the Daily Mail. <laughs> Well, then again, every day is a slow news day for the day. Yeah, I think anything they can publish, they'll just whack it out there. Yeah, is that your um moment of the week? Yeah, that'll be my moment of the week. I have for TikTok. My, my TikTok of the week. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> um, if anybody wants to go check us out on TikTok, my TikTok is at knees life one, Shan. Mine is at Shan's books and travels. <laughs> and Shan, basically, the last time. You had given me homework to go and read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I have not done it, but I would just let you, let you know that earlier today I ordered the book. So oh, hopefully exciting. it'll be here I can't wait for you to read soon. it. They're bringing it out as a TV series as well. That's pretty much why I want to read it. I'm but so yeah. Do you have a wee quote to end with today, Sean? Yes, I do. My quote I'll, this bef- week from... Hold on, before you give your quote, I'd like to give my quote. Okay. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Very um, grey theme house <laughs> with your live, laugh, that love, if that would like to come out of my mouth. Anyway, my quote this week is from the fabulous Maya Angelou, and it is a simple one. It is, nothing can dim the light that shines from within. So I feel like that kind of links back to a lot of what we were saying this week, where you don't need to worry about what other people think. Just do what you love and nobody can dim your light if it's all inside you (laughs) fabulous what a note to end on so thank you everyone once again for tuning into the trailblazers podcast and if it was your first episode we hope you enjoyed all other episodes are available on spotify and itunes and also google uh, podcasts as well as oh what's it called what do you call it? Buzzsprout. Yes, Buzzsprout. And we have an RSS feed. We also have an email. Please get in touch. I'm actually begging somebody to email us this week. Trailblazerspodcast at Gmail. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And Sean, I think for next week, we will need to maybe create a TikTok and a YouTube channel. Could be something we can work on. So that has been us this is Neve signing out this is Sean and we will see you next week take care everybody bye bye